guys, Connor Svensson here, founder of Web3 Labs and your host of the Web3 Innovators podcast, where you'll hear from those people changing the face of finance and other industries with Web3 and blockchain technologies. As with the last season, in each episode, I speak to a new guest who shares insights from their own journey with Web3, giving you the chance to learn about challenges they've faced along the way and how it's impacting their industry right now and will in the future. In addition to the episodes with guests, I'm going to be sharing a spoken essay on a topic relevant to Web3 each week, which has caught my attention. New episodes will be out weekly, so please hit that subscribe button to ensure you get each episode as it comes out. The Tipping Point, Ethereum's Battle for Blockchain Supremacy. The race for mainstream adoption and the emerging challenges in the Web3 landscape. The Ethereum network was the first blockchain network designed primarily to be a platform for computation. Unlike its predecessor, Bitcoin, which was designed to be a digital currency and evolved into digital gold, the vision of Ethereum was to be a next-generation smart contract and decentralized application platform, as per its white paper. Proponents of Bitcoin may argue that their platform is superior for decentralized apps for a variety of of misguided arguments, but seeing where much of the decentralized application innovation has taken place with tokens, NFTs, DeFi and DAOs, it's hard to counter Ethereum's position as the leading and de facto platform for a significant chunk of the innovation that's taking place in crypto and Web3. Ethereum isn't without its limitations, as we've seen with various alt-layer one networks emerging, and a plethora of layer two scaling solutions now competing to level up the capabilities of the Ethereum network. However, if one takes into account the overall size of the Ethereum community based on all the companies working with and investing in it, it's hard to see it being displaced. A GPT moment. It's important to consider where we are in the overall evolution of blockchain and Web3 technology as far as mainstream adoption is concerned. We're still so early and more recently blockchain needs a GPT moment sums this up. For blockchains to truly go mainstream, they need a mainstream use case that sees everyday people ape into them. There have been aspects of this with crypto, over 400 million people globally hold crypto now, but this is primarily for financial speculation, not utility. When blockchain technology has its chat GPT moment, we will see previous phases of growth in blockchain technology pale into insignificance due to the sheer volume of users that suddenly start using this technology. This growth is likely to happen on an Ethereum layer 2 network, as that is where the network has the ability to scale to a much larger volume of transactions and hence users. However, it is not guaranteed. Unlike six years ago, we're now in a place where there are lots of different networks competing for users' attention. If one of those networks were able to create a killer use case, and I don't like to draw analogies with NFTs or DeFi, as these have primarily been about financial returns for users, that network could jump ahead of the competition and establish a first mover advantage. Mainstream users won't care about the technology. They will care about the ease with which they can do what they want. For instance, imagine there's a project, Nifty Keys, let's call it, which enables me to mint NFTs that provide access to my house. Just like the house keys, I can issue NFTs to people that need access to my house, including myself, my wife, cleaner, nanny for our kids and a neighbor in case of emergencies. Unlike keys, these NFTs could have additional privileges associated with them, such as only allowing our cleaner to access the property on the days they're due to be cleaning, or only letting our nanny access the house on school days. Imagine those nifty keys become so ubiquitous that everyone starts phasing out physical keys because nifty keys are so much easier to manage. People can then use a wallet app on their phone, which will be behind the scenes use some variant of the well-known NFT token standard. 
These mainstream users of nifty keys are only going to care about a couple of things with their keys. That the user experience is frictionless, it's secure and reliable. There's no reason why such a technology has to end up on Ethereum or an Ethereum network. Given the target market for nifty keys are homeowners with smartphones, you have a gargantuan total addressable market should the idea gain significant traction. Those end users will not care about the underlying technology being used. Hence, if someone can create a technology that sees widespread adoption due to its real-world utility using blockchain, it could shift the blockchain landscape significantly were it to be done on one of the smaller, less well-known chains. I don't believe that it will play out this way, but it's certainly possible, and those naysayers who've labelled Ethereum the MySpace of Web3 would have their moment of glory. Anyway, the point is that one shouldn't discount all of the alt-layer one technologies just yet. Those that are positioning themselves as being app-specific chains may well be able to find such valuable niches in the long run. Navigating complex blockchain data shouldn't hold you back. Introducing Chainlens Blockchain Explorer, your user-centric gateway to the blockchain universe. Unlike traditional explorers, Chainlens focuses on your needs. No more overwhelming blocks and transactions. We're all about your experience. Chainlens revolutionizes the way you see blockchain. With customizable lenses, you see what you want, when you want it. From tokens to NFTs, it's all at your fingertips. And guess what? You don't need to be a tech guru. Our clean interface and easy-to-use API make blockchain accessible to everyone. Say goodbye to cryptic hexadecimal and hello to a new perspective. Join the future of blockchain exploration. Visit chainlens.com and experience the difference today. Chain lens, see the blockchain your way. This landscape was nicely illustrated in A16Z's State of Crypto 2023 report earlier this year, where they spoke about blockchain scaling through multiple promising paths, including new layer ones, such as Aptos and SUI, Near and Avalanche, application-specific blockchains or L2s, such as ZK Sync, Optimism, Polygon, Polkadot, Optimistic rollups, the more classic layer twos such as Arbitrum and Optimism. Zero knowledge rollups such as those provided by Starknet, Aztec, Polygon, again. And data availability layers such as Celestia, Eigenlayer, and the proto-dank sharding change on Ethereum. What was particularly useful was that in this report, they weren't trying to map out the entire ecosystem, but selecting the leading protocols within those categories to make it helpful as a jumping off point for people to come to their own conclusions. The EVM still dominates the landscape, but I believe we will see significant growth in the next year in the app chains and data availability layers. Rollups and data availability layers will be the technologies that underpin many of the application-specific or app chains like the layer ones themselves. Whereas app chains will become increasingly focused on addressing specific challenges in industry with blockchain networks, it is in effect the end goal for many private permission blockchains. The Great Interrupt Debate Approaches to interoperability will become much more relevant as the app chain landscape grows. Imagine you have an asset issuance app chain and a payment app chain. Those chains which are within a specific blockchain ecosystem will be able to interoperate without too much friction, such as between Optimism superchains or Polkadot parachains. Transferring assets between ecosystems will be harder and likely require bridges or firms willing to shoulder the risk of provisioning and maintaining this infrastructure. Whether it can become as seamless as moving assets between TCP IP networks is a noble goal, but perhaps too far-fetched given the diversity of protocols we already have. No one knows when blockchain and Web3 will cross the chasm and provide utility to the majority of digital citizens that lives up to its potential that those of us in Web3 wish to provide. 
There will be financial plumbing, however, that uses it at scale to serve parts of the wholesale financial markets in the next three to five years. And we already have plenty of people using it for financial purposes. But the true utility, which provides sovereignty benefits and solves everyday problems for people could take longer. If the growth of AI is anything to go by, we could still be looking at a 10 to 20 year time horizon for it to fulfill its potential fully. And there's no guarantee as to which ecosystem this will be on. So it's worthwhile not being too close-minded on this front and instead focusing on those projects that will have the longevity of 10 plus years. Thanks for listening to this episode. I have a quick favour to ask. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to it. Leave a five-star rating and review it. Even if it's just a few words, we'd love to hear from you. Thanks. Until next time.